Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Bottle Pop. Yes, one zero. I'm joined by Michael Cragg in the house. And I'm also joined by... Um, How many people? Eight people wow. so far. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, we are... Uh, yeah, we are live. We're large and in charge. This is episode 10. Um, who knows what's going to happen? Did you ever think you get to episode 10? No, I didn't. That's 10 bottles of Prosecco. <laughs> that is 10, 10 hangovers. hangovers. 10... Yeah. 10 gigabytes. Each each thing is like a gigabyte. Shit. So I've deleted them all. So I've had to delete all, or I've uploaded them. They'll exist online forever. Yeah, they're, well, of course. In a museum. Um, in, in a museum, well, they should. This is, yeah. so episode 10, that's a big word to double it's figures. It's amazing. I'm so proud that I'm the 10th one. Yes. I feel like if I was ever a pop star and I released a single, it would get to number 10. I'd be that pop star. Although not in today's climate, actually. I'd be lucky if I got 48. I think so, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ, it's changed, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> yes, so Michael Cragg, who uh, I've known for a while now, Yes, a while. And know you most as the features editor of Pop Justice. Yes. Um, and uh, and obviously we hung out at the Deluxe Edition, yeah. which used to be run by yourself and Peter and my life partner. <laughs> Your chosen one. My chosen one. And we met, I actually met Julian at that. Which one? Deluxe edition. Did you? Yeah. He asked me to DJ and... Uh, I feel like you've known each other longer than that for some reason. Well, I mean, he knew of me. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, God. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then he asked me to DJ and, and that was it. We were kind Love. of... Yeah, and then we did four of those deluxe editions. And at the last one with LaRue... Um, I remember we were just like snogging on the front. Oh. No, it was not romantic. I thought you were already together because I do remember you at that one, like we getting, hugging. Yeah, and... we were getting together by then. I think. That's cute. I think everyone knew it was on. I'm glad that event brought you together. That's sweet. Yeah, something came of it. And I know you from Twenty Good Music Prize. Yes, with last year's one that was incredible. Which yes. I've still got the thing up on my do it well. the Do It Well sign, Amazing. which is funny. And I think I wrote about you on the Guardian. I write for other publications and try and include you know good pop music wherever yes. possible yeah you've written for the guardian you do the beat juice i edit the beat magazine the beat magazine what's yeah. the beat juice so that's just the website oh. we couldn't get beat for the oh, website so okay. it's called beat juice see that's what i've been calling it all this yeah. time so i'm wearing the merchandise oh yes right you are now and i read i read that um when i get my hair cut because it's always there the magazine yeah yay and i used to work in a shop actually where it was uh it was like a newspaper yeah it's like quarterly uh, yeah yeah and uh you also do you run the yes i run maxipedia yes which is a slightly I don't know if I'm gonna get like a restraining order at some point I from Matt. Yeah. Do you know what I watched the other day? And actually, this is really funny. And I d it's not because I was, I was gonna be having you over on the podcast. It was just out of pure. Um, I started by watching the Bjork getting inducted into the Polar Music Prize. Oh yeah. And then that led when down. When Robin this, did. Yeah, because I love Robin, and she did Hyper Ballad, and a lot of people slated Bjork's it. Right. Yeah, and Bjork was sort of sitting there, stony face, like don't think she, with. I think with she was Bjork. more just like, "This is really awkward in general yeah. to get this prize, and then to have someone sing my song at me." Yeah, and like, not just Robin, like four or five artists yeah. all sing different Bjork songs. And you can't do a Bjork song, really. And some of them, one, well, one or two of the interpretations are awful. Robin's yeah. is passable, yeah. and I think there's a one. It's that's the right really song for her. Yeah, and I love Hyper Ballad, and I, I love Robin, I love Bjork full stop anyway that led on to me look, watching um, Emmylou Harris oh yeah which was the, that Swedish band that sung the song Emmylou first aid kit yeah, and yeah. she cries right she cries yeah because yeah, it is really emotional but then isn't that the same one as Sting and someone does a Sting song and he literally can't keep a straight face and yeah. he hates it so much so this is what I was going to come on to so obviously Max Martin was awarded the Polar Music Prize yeah. which he is more deserved of than anyone else I think like biggest contribution to Swedish yeah. music yeah and, Bob Dylan. Yeah, exactly. And he, um, I think, was really gracious, and his daughter performed as well. Yeah. And then Robin was in the audience, and I think Robin should have done Show Me Love. I think the Pearl of Music Prize is a really good idea, and I think we should do it here. I think so. It would be nice. Yeah, because they, they, they award one classical personal and one yeah, pop Yeah, which I really like, because, you know... And also, I love that they gave it to Max Martin. That's insane. Yeah. 
He's totally deserved of it. You know, Bjork had it, but she's obviously not as much of a like pop thing as she used to be. But to no. honor like a pop, pure pop songwriter like that. Did you see when she DJed in that basement in New York and she was playing like Rihanna work? And she's obsessed like with like yeah R and B and hip hop. She loves it. Yeah, she? and she worked with Timberland on that oh, Volta album. That's my favorite Bjork album. I think it's everyone's least favorite, but I love it. I like yeah. I listened to it recently and I like it more than I. Actually, I did like it at the time. Yeah, I think, like, the Timberland ones are really good. Yeah. And the Anthony ones are really good. When I went to Iceland last year, I was really, like, this is cringy as fuck, but I was literally walking around Reykjavik listening to Bjork and just having a a moment. Yeah, you have to listen to Vespertine, like, in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And just, like, walking around looking at the sky and thinking, she must live here. I went to the festival one year and I literally bumped into her. I was oh, at a gig and I was like, oh, I just need the loo and I went around the corner and there she was. How tall is she? She's short. I've interviewed her and she got a, she got two mini bottles of champagne out of her handbag and was like, well, do you want one of these? And I was just like, oh my God. Yes, I do. Bjork, come here. She's like the same age as my mum. She, and, yeah. And I saw a picture of her the other day just like on the streets of New York with Arca. Or, yeah, and just like wearing a sort of sleeping bag. Yeah, or looking whatever. like a kid. Yeah, like, looking like a party kid. Yeah, whose like, mum like just lets them like roll around in clothes and pick out whatever they want. Yeah, and then just like go out in it. She's fifty-two or something like that. She's she's a little bit younger than my mum. She's close enough. Yeah, but um, we haven't even made oh a toast God. or anything. Oh yeah, I have to do the toast. Do we have to. Do the it's toast? a bit of an odd one. Okay, well let me get my um, bottle oh of my tonic God. out, which I'm you scared sure? is gonna like kill me. Just have. Do you want a glass for that, by the way? Yeah, I'd like to see what it looks like. Okay. <laughs> Probably like piss. I think it's going to look like piss. Like honey, honeyed piss. Honey coloured piss. There you go. That's nice. You're welcome. I love that we've started this by talking about Bjork. I know, I fucking love Bjork. Oh, I'm glad you've got the sound on that. Oh, no, because... No, oh, yes. well, yeah, there we go. It's okay, all, let me do it a bit more. It's coming through. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. There we go. And get that pour. Nice. Ideal. And oh, it does look like Piers. Yeah, it does. I think, yeah. Or slash Prosecco. It does look like Prosecco. Weirdly enough, I'm going to pour this death tonic. <gasps> Ooh, oh. I didn't think anything was going to come out. No, me neither. I really don't want to drink. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just have tonic. Um, shall I? Nah. Have a little bit of I had such a gin. heavy, 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 heavy weekend. I can imagine. Um... So cheers. Oh, cheers. So what would you like to toast well, to? I thought I'd toast to shitty interviews. Yes. Because today is the birthday of little Kim, and she is by far the worst interview experience I've ever had. Oh my God. But I feel like I want to celebrate that because you need those ones to realize what the good ones are. Yeah. And so I'd like to toast to shit To shit Kim. interviews, which very pertinent. <laughs> Very pertinent. Just keep listening. Just keep you're... listening and you'll you'll get it. Oh, so Lil Kim, what what exactly? She's actually on my list because I've got a list of celebrity heights here because Michael's quite a tall gentleman. Quite tall. He's quite tall, and she's four foot nine. Oh my god! So it was on the phone. It would have been more amazing oh. if it was in the in person. In wouldn't because you're six three seven seven. Yeah. Right. Which and I was That's at my one foot taller than me. I was at my graduation <clears throat> many a year ago, mm-hmm. and this man, obviously that I'd never met, who was like a photographer, asked me how tall I was. I was yeah. like, I think back then I was saying, oh, I'm six, seven and a half. I don't know why. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you're half an inch of being registered disabled. What? And I was like, A, that can't be true. B, why would you say that to someone that you've never met? Yeah. Such a weird thing to say. And C, like, what am I not able to do? Yeah. Like, get into a Wendy house. Yeah, or... Be a jockey. It's like I'm not going to be a jockey. It's fine. Yeah. Or like fit in a pram. Yeah. Or <laughs> or put yeah or fit in a shopping trolley. Yeah. You know what or I mean. Or be like yeah. So I. Was, None of these are things that particularly are worth no, doing. No. That's for a brief weird. time, so I, six eight is the cutoff point. Apparently, but for a brief time, I was gonna gonna start like a tumbler of me with small pop stars. Well, there are so many funny pictures of you out. Like there. me with Beth Ditto. Yeah. Me, Rob Copsey, and. A tall person. Yeah. Um, with Ariana Grande, who She's is tiny. V short. And then me with someone else quite small. I mean, all of them are Jerry small. Jerry Halliwell, I think. I'm Jerry sure. Halliwell. Oh my God, how could I forget? Yeah. Because she has the proportions of like a toddler. She's not just like a small person. <laughs> like Ariana Grande, 
I don't know. She's got big hair, so there are like big aspects to her. Yeah. And Beth Ditto is just like, you know, a big personality and sort of like, obviously like a larger lady. Yeah. But Joe Hannibal is just a tiny person. Yeah. So the picture, I look monstrously <laughs> tall. Like when she showed it to me, actually she showed it to me after she'd already put it on Instagram in, mm. within like three minutes of it being taken. And I was like, oh my God, is that what we look like together? And it obviously is. Yeah. But she's just a very tiny human being. But even people that I think are big, like Beyonce is short. She's five right. foot, like two or three. Yeah. And you know, you think of these pop stars as like... Only tall. really Kylie has the the um, reputation for being tiny. Yeah. And that's like her thing and she's made it. Yeah. Again, because I think her physique is different, isn't a it? A unique selling point. Lady Gaga's five foot one. Is she really? Mm-hmm. Actually, this... There's going to be a lot of name dropping in this, and I apologise. No, I it's want sort it. sort of awful. Um, when I met Lady Gaga yeah. to interview her, I, like, mortifyingly asked for a photo, which yeah. I don't always do, but it was Lady Gaga, Lady and I was like, Gaga. I'm probably never going to see you again, especially after that interview. So um, I was like, oh, can I have a picture? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, sure. And she literally stood on a chair. No! And in the picture, we are the same height. Okay. But obviously, you can tell she's on something because her hip is like up where my armpit is or whatever. <laughs> Didn't really what, like it. What um, era of Gaga was this? Your favourite. <gasps> Joanne. Art Pop. Yeah. I mean, Joanne and Art Pop. Uh, oh, okay. So it was after applause and before Art Pop had come out. It was actually the day before she did that big um, roundhouse show where she did the entire album oh, yeah. from start to finish. So I hadn't oh, heard the album, so I couldn't really talk about that much, but obviously I'd heard applause. <sighs> so it was that era. So good. So it was a weird kind of position of like the song had done all right, but not quite as well as maybe like people were expecting. I had to ask her some sort of like interesting questions right. about like how happy she was with the performance of it and right. like, you know, and a lot about her like hip and all of that stuff that had happened oh, yeah, before that when she had to cancel the tour and all of that stuff. And I guess Born This Way did, hadn't really sustained the success of those first albums. Not in the UK, definitely. Yeah, it was huge in America, wasn't it? Yeah, strange. The single was massive. Yeah, and also I think all of the other ones went into the top ten in America, whereas here they didn't. Yeah, it slowly sort of tailed off. And to think that she missed the top ten back then was a sort of huge deal. Yeah, Fame Monster was like her peak era. Yeah, I love that album. Oh, God, don't get me started. But that was just like relentless. You know, no one could touch her. Everything she did was incredible. Yeah. And that doesn't last very long. It doesn't, but... I think it's our fault that that doesn't last long. Yeah, I agree. I think everyone turns on people a lot quicker than they used to. Mm. You know, it's now Katy Perry's turn to be like... Vilified. Taken down a peg or two or whatever, and it will be someone else's turn next. Rihanna. Although Rihanna's... I don't think so. Rihanna's Rihanna's managed to avoid that just by not giving a shit, I think. I think so. And Lady Gaga as well, like elevating a song with a video. is such a key part of it. Yeah, incredible. Because it was after the Super Bowl. Yep. Suddenly she just made she had this a moment, proper pop she? video. This year, Lady Gaga had a moment where yeah. it was like, for a brief moment, it was like 2000. But what do you think again. about The Cure? Um, I like that 80s remix. That oh heard. yeah, I, I only heard it when you were yeah. passing it around. Plugging it. Yeah. I love that. I um, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, just because I think she is better than that she's the leader not a follower but I also think let's be realistic she needs to stay relevant and if that means like chasing a trend then fair enough yeah I think the timing was you know the Super Bowl had gone really well she was doing Coachella Million Reasons was like top five. Oh my god, she just pushed that she for plugged that months, years it felt like. that dead horse. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> cut that out. But you know, top five, it worked. Like, yeah. Well, I guess doing the Super Bowl and reaching millions and say, billions of people I helps. say this in every podcast, but I love Joanne. I thought it was great. Did you? Mm-hmm. I liked a lot of it, actually. More yeah. The more I listened to it, the more I sort of got on board with what she was trying to do. Yeah, and I think which it's makes two albums cure... too soon, I think. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that makes The Cure a bit more of a disappointment in a way. I feel like it yeah. shows like a lack of trust in that yeah. album, which is weird because she has to now tour it. And yeah. Is so... she going to like do a du- like Joanne Monster type thing? Well, yeah, like where, what's The Cure from? I, I think she did say that it was part of like yeah. more songs that she had done with bloody DJ White Shadow or whatever oh, he's God. called. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm such a big Lady Gaga fan that she could like fart on a song and yeah. I'd be like, I love it. And I think and she's I'm in a, stupid in that. She's respect. in a better position now because 
she's gone she's reached the highs she yeah. won't reach them again as much mm. as I sort of want her to she's, she's a bit more comfortable with where she is and she can just do what she yeah. needs to do she's transferred across into the almost not heritage yet but she's doing the kind of I'm a performer I'm multi-talented I'm going to do films I'm going to do this I'm going to yeah. do that and, and I can knock out a massive pop song like if I, if I want to. yeah if I wanted to or I can make another country she album she hasn't done any features and I know that's like a really like boring thing yeah but since Wale which I love chilling yeah this is one of my favourite Lady Gaga songs that is she, yeah, it she gets missed off her discography I can't think why she doesn't How perform it live I dare they? <laughs> I love it um, and yeah I think she's like imagine if she did a song with like Major Lazer or something yeah she needs yeah and I can't Imagine she's short of an offer yeah. or two. Or just some kind of like big thing with like Katy Perry. Yeah. I don't. Well, she was going to do, wasn't there, the rumour was it was like her, Beyonce and Azealia Banks uh, had recorded yeah. that song called like... Ratchet. Yeah, Ratchet. And then there was one that Azealia did with Gaga called Fire or Firebomb okay. or like something. Have you heard the latest thing about Iggy Azalea, Azalea Banks? Yes, but then today Iggy tweeted a fan saying that the head of her label has said there's going to be no more songs from her album, but her album hasn't even come out. Oh, God. So I don't think that's going to happen. Though. I really liked Mo Bounce. Good. <laughs> <laughs> she still holds the record, doesn't she, for having a number one and a number two at the same time. Like, really? No other In America? Artist. Yeah, no other female artist had that. <clears throat> Was it Fancy and... Oh, a feature on Problem. Yeah. 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 So there you go. You can't take that away. Well, someone could come along and take that away from her. Probably quite easily. Nicki Minaj. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who... Yeah. But then what's she up to? I know. Well, this is it. This brings me on. So the last podcast I did was with Claire Maguire. And we spoke about, like, pop females, the lack of, in the charts. They all seem to be sort of stuck at number 20 to 11 and really struggling to break through the top 10 and if they do, they hardly break through the top 5. In the UK it's different because we've had sort of Zara Larson on the Clean Bandit song and Anne-Marie on the Clean Bandit song (laughs) and we've had Jess Glynn on the Clean Bandit song. Louisa Johnson on the Clean Bandit song. Louisa Johnson on the Clean Bandit song and uh, Louisa Johnson Best Behaviour should have been top 5. Did it even make the top 40 in the end? I think 38 or something. Possibly. I did a lot of promo You that. did. In fact, didn't she retweet your... She did. Thanks, gift. Louisa. Love you. Uh, she did. I absolutely love that song. Um, but yeah, what the fuck? Why? Which but, is weird considering the platform that she came weird from. Weird considering the platform, but I think it's been hard to break a lot of female mm. artists. And it's symptomatic of a wider problem. Then mm. I'm not that sure. That was really nice. But it's just what it, what it is, though. Yeah, no, it totally is. You know, it's so easy for Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran to just have, like, to dominate the, the top ten yeah. and throw in, like, the odd Jason Derulo song and... Uh, Rag and Bone Man. Bruno Mars, Rag and Bone Man, Calvin <coughs> Harris, all your rappers and hip-hop artists, and then you're kind of... It's slim pickings for the girls. And it's, it's interesting because, I don't know, like, I women in pop music have been like the whole reason I got into it like I'm obsessed yeah me too with and it's just sort of I don't know like and, and the, the the more they fail I'm not saying they fail but mm. the more they fail to like reach the relatively yeah of say what Gaga Katy Perry Kesha and Rihanna have kind of achieved maybe five ten years ago like the less money is going to be invested in them in 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 like a like an A and R sense because it's like oh people don't buy or listen to girls anymore like I don't know maybe I'm just making this which up. is so weird because there's so many of them around yeah but, you know in like emerging still I've done like a lot of biogs for new female yeah that have been signed to major labels recently I'm more excited about them than anything as well there's yeah. so many exciting things like. Seagrid, I think he's great. Uh, What's her name? Billy Walsh, is that her name? Billy she's Walsh. She's like a new... I might have got that name wrong. But like there are loads sort of emerging that maybe... Yeah. Like, maybe their aim is not to Betsy. be like a big hit. Yeah, Betsy. Um, and I, I was surprised but very pleased that she has announced her album already. Because yeah. so many female pop stars on their debut album, it never comes out. Yeah. For one reason or another. But some of it has to come down to sort of... I think with female pop stars, you have to... There's this whole, like, positioning thing, which I don't think you get with male pop stars because you don't need to. Like, no one cared what Sam Smith looked like when he came out. You're not going to see him fighting to get in the pages of ID or whatever because it's not... But I think with women, a label is like, we need to position them... Release a buzz track, position them in the style magazines first, Mm -hmm. make sure, like, their faces get out there in, like, a cool way. Yeah that costs sort of money to sort of maintain and then suddenly it's like 
now where Where's do you go the song? yeah and then you move into the music magazines but there aren't that many of them anymore and then you need the broadsheets but they're a bit like we've had five female singers last month you yeah. know we've already done someone so God. it's really tricky it is it is tricky but the songs you know the Sigrid thing like Don't Kill My Vibe just is a great song yeah so you can't like it is an undeniable song and I think that's what helped do her obviously I think Be The One be yeah. such a great song Absolutely. and with Zara Lush Live was mm. an undeniable song and I remember first hearing that and obviously I thought it was amazing but back then even back then like a Swedish pop star mm. there were so many of them that you just thought unfortunately oh, this is penny. just going to kind of be great forever but not actually go anywhere yeah and then suddenly it was a hit you know yeah. in America here huge mm. and that was a nice example of just like a great song breaking through and a great pop star yeah she looks the part now, Leona Lewis what happened to well her? there'll be more of her later really yeah oh oh shit okay yeah. into that mm-hmm. how's that going down by the way the piss <laughs> The honey It's sort of like... I don't know, the honey's not coming through. Right. And I don't know if Jack Daniels should go with lemonade. It should go with Coke. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm going to take your one out of the freezer. Okay, so it doesn't explode. Yeah, and I'll just transfer to the fridge. Thank you so much. You're welcome. But yeah, it's going down. Well, that's good. That's for the best. Um, (laughs) So it doesn't stay in the flat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've already, like, covered... What's this yellow van up to, honestly? I don't know. Fucking hell. It's done an 18-point turn. There's So it's a one-way street here, and there's already been two vans there. I feel like there's people moving in or moving out. They're having a huge kerfuffle. He really is. So annoying. Oh, um, I... So you have literally met everyone who I am a big fan of. Yeah, like Rihanna, I wouldn't say I met her. So what? <laughs> she was like but there. You were on that. You were on the seven seven seven. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. with Nick Levine, episode six. Yes, Nick Levine was doing it for attitude. Basically, they just chucked loads of journalists in this plane mm-hmm. with some fans at the back of the plane who <laughs> who were actually the most well behaved people out of everyone that was there because Rihanna had personally like invited them, so wow, she sort okay. of hung out with them already. You know, they were quite, like, low-key about it all. Yeah. Whereas we were all like, ah! Like, this is so exciting. The journalists were just, like, hideous yeah, in terms of behaviour. It was bizarre. So they paid for you to go on a plane and go to... Yeah, so they hired country. a jet that we all flew on, including Rihanna, wow. obviously. And then, yeah, so that would fly seven countries, seven days, to promote the Unapologetic album. Yeah. Literally, though, like, we've had to fly to L.A., Mm-hmm just to start the trip that wasn't even part of the thing okay so we all flew to LA and then the next morning when we were all jet lagged we then flew to Mexico right which isn't that far but by then like you haven't slept in like a little while and you're suddenly in Mexico which yeah. is just insane so you were all like a British cohort of journalists so there was then... British there was American and Australian and like lots of people from various different places and then and you started in Mexico so we all flew to LA to meet and we were all like, hey, this is exciting. And then we all got on the plane and then it stopped. For her first gig was in Mexico that night. No sleep. No sleep. Then Mexico, we flew to Canada. That's quite far. Still hadn't slept. No. Got a day hotel so that we could have like a nap mm-hmm. and maybe like a wash. And then Toronto, we flew to all the way to Stockholm. Whoa. Quite far. Was there um, food and alcohol provided? Yeah. So it was like a normal flight. So you'd get like food. Okay. But we couldn't take off. It's like sometimes we'd be really delayed because Rihanna wasn't like ready. Mm-hmm. So the plane couldn't go anywhere until Rihanna was there. So sometimes they would have to throw the food away, which is why it sort of leaked out that we weren't being fed. Right. But they, they just had to throw it away because they were like, it can't last or whatever and you, you're so late. Yeah. And then we went from Stockholm. And then it was European, so it was sort of fine, like Stockholm to Berlin, to mm-hmm. Paris, to London. So we were all back in London, all the British journalist and she played the Kentish Town Forum which was just hilarious Alexandra Burke was there I had no idea what I was doing I took a picture of her with my flash on so she just was like and then I had done her biog so she sort of recognised me she just came over and I was like I didn't I couldn't even speak I was so tired and I was just like Alexandra Burke and then some people didn't bother flying to New York because that was the last leg you had to go to New York to see the show come back like the next day but I was like I might as well do all seven because you know you only live once yeah. So then we went to New York that night. Fucking But hell. she was so late that we all slept on the floor of the Harrods private 
Oh, the, the members' lounge. Yeah, yeah. But it, there were like hundreds of us all just slept on the floor. Yeah. Like if someone had walked in, they would have thought, I don't know what, like we'd all been killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just had to wait for Rihanna. She showed up about 5 a.m. Yeah. Then we all got on the plane, just so pissed off, and then flew to New York. And did she know you were pissed off? Yeah, because just before that, someone had made a missing poster saying missing Rihanna yeah and that went viral like people were putting it out oh someone took their clothes off and ran around the plane while oh we were God. in the air when you were Australian in the plane, though, like, DJ the first point like <clears throat> and the first few flights was it quite full so of, exciting of she came round she came round with a bottle of tequila and no. fed people tequila oh my God. and I was just like freaking out and then when we got to Toronto she was at the luggage carousel so everyone was like crowding around her yeah and then we didn't see her again really after that. She, right. To be fair to her, she had to perform she seven to perform, shows in yeah. seven days. She got ill at one point, which is not surprising. Mm. And so she just sort of kept it low key. But then when we flew into New York, she came out and s- stood in the normal bit with us. Yeah. So literally the whole plane just ran forward to like see her and the pl- you could feel the plane just like tipping forward. Oh my God. If you had any fear of flying, it was the worst experience. No one was putting their seatbelts on. People were getting up and down like yeah, while we were yeah, taking yeah. off. The pilot had to be like, you all need to sit down now. So Rihanna had to sit down and she just sort of apologized. She didn't apologize actually, unapologetic. <laughs> but she said like, you know, this is why she was meant to do press conferences in every single city and she did none. Yeah, okay. Well, so, who organized this? And also like, I kind of loved it for that. Yeah. Like, she doesn't give a shit. She's not going to do a press conference. Why do, like, she doesn't care. Yeah. She's getting like all that promo, whether it's good or bad. That was her first album to go to number one in America. Yeah. Um, it worked for her totally. But in New York, we went to Jay-Z. I think they felt a bit sorry f- for us. So we went to Jay-Z's restaurant, which was amazing. And then we went to Jay-Z's nightclub, which was the worst place I've ever been. Oh, wow. I think he sold it now. But I remember it was like a huge club and we were all just sort of like, this is fine, but a bit weird. And then they have those huge screens for some reason showing yeah. like TV. Okay. So you'd look around and it would be like an infomercial about like cleaning products. Oh, wow. And everyone had like gold bottles of Moe or whatever. And then you're just like, Whoa. that woman's cleaning her toilet or whatever. That's so weird. And I was about to leave and then everyone was like, Rihanna's leaving. I was like, what? And so she walked down the stairs with all her bodyguards and I put my hand on her shoulder and just said, you're amazing. And it was probably the cringiest thing I've ever done. And I could have been like knocked out or something because you're not supposed to like touch someone. Yeah. As I said, it was originally meant for Justin Bieber. Can you imagine his fans trapped on a plane? Yeah. Was it hot as well? I can imagine, like, horrible hot and sweaty. But also you were moving from Mexico, like, LA, obviously, boiling, Mexico boiling, to, like... It was in November, yeah, to, like, Europe, completely freezing. Stockholm, Canada. Yeah, you don't have any clothes that are, like, fit for purpose. Like, New York was cold. And you were just living out of a bag. Living out of a bag. It was quite an interesting taste of a pop star's life. I don't think it would ever be that intense, but it was interesting. Was she in a curtained-off bit? Yeah. Right, okay. So she was just asleep at the front, I think. Okay. And were people being loud? Like, were you having, like, a party? Yeah, or people would try and sleep because we often didn't stay in a hotel at night. Right. And obviously you're jumping from, like, time zones. Watching her gig seven times. Oh my god, that was incredible. Really? Obviously, I loved every single one. Did, were they all the same? Or? Yeah. <laughs> like, even in New York, Jay-Z was there, and we were like, obviously Jay-Z's going to come out and do Umbrella, and it's yeah. going to be incredible. No. <laughs> Just didn't even change. Wow. She didn't want to rehearse anything new. It was like, this is what it is. Yeah. But it was, yeah, I really enjoyed every single one. I thought it was still great. She's great. And people are always like, oh, you must really hate her now. And I was like, no, I no. just thought it was incredible. We're lucky that we grew up in a time when... There was, um, I was being a geek the other day, I was, I was reading on Pop Justice, it was someone had did this thread of like the 100 biggest selling female artists in the UK, and a lot of them were from the 2000s and 90s, yeah. and it's like we were lucky we had like Sophia and Spexter and like yeah. Louise. Oh my god, Rachel Stevens. Rachel <coughs> Stevens. And she got to release two albums. And the second one was incredible. Yeah, so good, so good. So um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, you just don't get given, there's not as much patience. And I, they say it's because of money, but it's also like they spunk a lot of money where they don't need to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that still happens. Back in 2005, Holly Valance and Rachel Stevens, they had all the lads mags that, True. that don't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah, it, like the amount of tabloids. Would that of, sell records? But it would It would create PR and yeah. publicity. And, and the tabloids pick up on all of that, don't they? Like yeah. the FHM hot, whatever, hot 100? No, yeah. What was it called? It was. I wouldn't know. <laughs> No, I remember yeah. Louise would always, Louise and always Rachel was yeah. like, replaced her as like... But this was on Pop Justice, on the forum. Reliable source. A reliable source. I cannot remember the name of the 
um, contributor. But whoever you are, thank you so much. Thank you. I for believe this, gift. this is um, it's uh, the biggest selling female artist in the UK of all time until 2013. Okay. So obviously Adele's third album isn't included in this. But the second was. But the second monumental. Is. Yeah, and people like. Uh, Dina Carroll, uh, Jess Glynn, for instance, won't be included, but okay. she's obviously would be high up now. Yeah, Jesse um, J is probably Jessie in there. Jesse J is shockingly high. So if I say Jesse J, what number is she at? She's at number sixteen, and she has sold four point seven million records in the UK. Do you think that includes like albums and singles? I don't know, but the number one is eighteen point four. So I think it must be singles and records. Yeah, it must albums. be. Okay. Um, so yeah, Jesse J. So. Um, so, I'll say another thing. Okay. And you can guess whether they're higher. That's or a good idea. So, Nana Cherry. Lower. Yeah. She's number 75. Oh. 1.5 million. Well done, Nana. Uh, yeah. Kylie Minogue. Higher. Yeah. She's number three. Oh my god. F- 9.5 million. That's good. Wow, that's good. And I that's think, a tidy I sum. I think at least one and a half of that must be, can't get you out of my head, right? Yeah, that single, yeah. Definitely so maybe a million this is seller. Just singles, because she's probably maybe, yeah. I can't imagine the number one having eight sold eighteen million singles, but maybe. Um, okay, um, Nelly Furtado. <laughs> Lower. She's number thirty-three. That's pretty good. Yeah, two point nine million. Alexandra Burke. So where was N- Nelly? Twenty-nine. She was thirty-three, okay. and she sold two point nine million. 2013 she, Our friend she had already reached her peak but then she did have a lot of number ones I'm gonna say higher but only just you're spot on she's number 32 ah! with 3.042 million oh well wow. done babes um interestingly this this artist is I think quite high shockingly high okay um 37 who is it <laughs> <laughs> Pixie Lock. Yeah. What? How did you know? Are you being serious? I've been one hundred percent serious. Oh my god. That's weird. That's psychic. You read in my mind. Yeah, Pixie Lot is number thirty-seven. <gasps> Why did I say Pixie Lot in that I don't moment? Two point five million. Shit. Yeah, I know. Billy Piper is because be- um, because we want to must have shifted a lot. Yeah, and in the end. girl girlfriend. Mm. Billy Piper is number fifty-four. Mm. One point eight million above. Donna Summer below Barbara Streisand. What a great, what an amazing place to be in your life. Sheena Easton, 51. So who's at number one? Okay, I'll do I'll do a countdown. Oh, nice. Do a voice. Oh, I can't do a voice. Okay. Number 25, Amy Winehouse. Classic. Number 24. So it must be singles, because she'd be higher if it was albums, wouldn't it's 3.4 she? 3.4 million, so it must just be yeah, singles. Yeah, because her albums would put her higher than that. Number 24, Cheryl Cole. Uh, number 23, Alicia Keys. Uh, number 22, Ellie Goulding. Number 21, Emily Sunday. Mm-hmm. Number 20, everyone's favourite, Jennifer Lopez. <gasps> number 19, Cher. Number Ooh. 18, Leona Lewis. Oh. Diana Ross, number 17. Jessie J, number 16. Janet Jackson, number 15. Higher than I was expecting for Janet. Me too. Nicki Minaj, number 14. Adele, 13. That would be a lot higher I wonder now. how they class the Nicki Minaj ones, because she does a lot of features. I reckon features. features, because there's no way she's sold no. 4.9 million singles on no. her uh, Christina Aguilera outsold Adele, number 12. Pink outsold Christina, number 11. Celine Dion, number 10. Mariah <sighs> Carey, number 9. Beyonce, number 8. Katy Perry, number 7. Whitney, number 6. Gaga, number 5. Whoa. Spears, number 4. <sighs> Minogue, number 3. Controversially, Madonna is number 2. And your friend, Rihanna, is number one. Oh, of course. Singles artist galore. Yeah. So there you go. That's a good list. It is good, isn't it? But yeah, it? surprises. So many surprises, and like I remember, get, I remember reading it. Thinking like Fergie's, high figures. Fergie's number eighty-four, right? And I mean, this is getting really niche. Sophie Ellis Bex to eighty-nine. Obviously. So they're obviously not including any Black Eyed Peas. No, because Fergie would be in the top twenty, and she sings all the choruses. But they've included uh, what's her name, who was in uh, Melon Kim. Oh yeah, the one who's the sister died, didn't she? Yeah, but they've included her as a solo artist, and she's very what high because up. her sister died. <laughs> well, this is what I don't get because she had one single on her own, yeah. and my mum used to have shifted it. like millions no, of copies. No, exactly. My mum had it on on record. Kim Wilde, number twenty six. Who's 14. at a hundred? 
Sam Fox. Oh, <laughs> incredible. Sierra Nautica. How many did she sell? 1.07. Nice. A tidy sum. It is a tidy sum. So yeah, there we go. The figures are surprising as well. But yeah, um, I also wanted, you did say to me on Twitter message that you once bled in front of Usher. Yes. What, so how did this happen? Was this um... so? This is part of a, this is part of a larger thing. Also, would you like the rest of your thing? I'm gonna carry on drinking this. Oh my god, you've got quite a while to go. Is it hard? Fizzy drinks make me burp. All right. So I'm just waiting for that. To... I can't burp. Really? Yeah. At all? At all. Is that bad for you? It's so bad. I can't, because I've got I don't know what it is. I think I've got like a a weak gag reflex. Boys. <laughs> Leave that in. Leave that silent. in for you boys. Um, my gag reflex. So if you're feeling insecure, you know where to come. Um, so what were we talking about? Usher. We talking about sick Usher. Okay, so... Sick so Usher. You get to go to like a lot of awkward pl- album playback. So then I went to the Usher one, which was for this something... The one with Climax on it and Scream. Great record. Really good. Really underrated, actually. And I really enjoyed it and I was listening to it and it was all nice. And it was in like a sort of dingy, like, meant to be sort of nice, like, West End club in the middle of the day. Yeah. But we were in a basement. And so I was sat on like a little stool just sort of enjoying the album. <laughs> and What would you do in that situation? You just sort of like, and he wasn't in the room, so no, it was good. less awkward. So yeah. we could just like eat like canapes and sort of like... Mm-hmm sort of laugh at all the like sex lyrics that are in Scream and stuff yeah and then he arrived in the room when mm-hmm. the album finished and everyone was just like oh my god like that Love was you. just so nice and then the PR was like oh come and meet Usher and it's sort of awkward because it's not an interview and it's not a long period of time so you're just sort of like mm-hmm. hi how are you so I was sat on this stool and I stood up really quickly and I smacked my head into the corner of a huge speaker that oh was playing the album and so I was a bit like Oh, that really hurt. But also, oh. like, realised that Usher was sort of stood, like, four feet away with <laughs> yeah. the PR being like, come yeah, on, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay. So I went over a bit, kind of, dazed. And then I could feel a warm mm. sensation. And it was, I could feel it, like, pouring. No. And I was sort of just, like, dabbing my head and just being like, it's fine. Yeah. And trying to focus on, like, talking to Usher at the same time. Yeah. I have no idea what I said, what he said to me. Oh, you were, really? And I was just sort of, like, trying to, like, tilt my head back so the blood. He clearly must have seen. Yeah, and it probably made, like, quite a loud noise. I hit my head a lot being tall, so it didn't, like, affect me quite as badly as it might other yeah. people. But I was, like, that's possibly the most embarrassing thing that I've done in front did of a Did you not, like, star. offer you, like... No, neither did the PR. They were wow. both just, like... <laughs> You need to pull it together because, like, Usher's here. Usher's here, but I'm bleeding. But at the same time. I'm bleeding out. Yeah, what if I die? Are you going to, like, help me? Yeah. So that was funny. That was weird. I think that's probably the weirdest thing that I've done in front of a pop star. Pop stars, like, one of Little Mix farted during our interview. (gasps) Do you want to guess which one? I'll give you. Well, you can say and I can blur it out. Well, you can guess. Um, It was. I mean, yeah, that would have been my second she, guess. Yeah, exactly. Like, not so much, but yeah. like... And Good she was just like, better out than in. It was amazing. Oh, I love her. And then I did, we did an interview with The Little Mix on the first album for Beat. And yeah. I just did like a sort of biscuit tin thing where I just rolled up loads of questions and literally put them in like a Lady Gaga lunchbox thing that I've got. Yeah. One of the questions was, what does love smell like? And immediately said cock. <laughs> which was amazing, but also like... This was first album. I think Wings had come out and that was it. And so all yeah. of Psycho basically was sat in the room that we were in. And I, oh my God, he's back. And um, I was just like, huh? like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you... then I remember afterwards just being like, oh, like we're going to leave that in. Is that all right? And they were like, yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. Uh, so we um, normally <coughs> like to uh, listen to three songs. Oh, yes. Um, at this point of the evening. But your phone is all wet. No, I know. So, I mean, let me just, I feel like... If I do that, then try it out. Oh yeah, it's better. That's not my choice. That's not one of your choices. This is the Eurythmics. There we go. You've been playing Cheryl Cole recently. I have. Can you tell? Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Was it Parachute? It was Happy Hour. Oh, I don't know any of the album tracks. I don't think. It's good. Ooh. Yeah, you should get into this. That artwork. I know. <laughs> this is what it says. Three words. Messy little raindrops. It's a good song. Yeah. Oh, God, I love Shell Um, Okay, so... Yes, so I like to... 
um, use your deep and varied musical knowledge. Okay, I think like everyone, I had a bit of trouble thinking of what I wanted them to be. Right. So for me, they're like, okay, one of them is like an all-out shitstorm that I just can't, I don't know why, but I love it. Okay. Like one is just a song that no one else likes, and I, it's yeah. one of my most played songs on iTunes. Okay, cool. But then the other two are sort of missed opportunities that I wish were big. either didn't make it big as a single or were never released as a single, which is stupid. Yeah. Probably one of those ones that they've slowed it down slightly so that it misses. Oh yeah, that's it. Okay, I've never heard this. Really? Echo. This is the one that had the. It's the second album. No, so it's the one with Happy, was the lead single, which is basically Bleeding Love or yes. Halo Part Two. Chorus is pure. It's all plastic. It sounds like plastic. Yeah. The whole song. same in the UK is insane so that was Out of My Head by Lilia yeah produced by Max Martin produced by Max Martin and I you know there's another good song called Out of My Head by Ashley Simpson which I absolutely love oh yeah and then Out of My Way is Kylie Out of My Way Kylie Minogue so this is more of an example of like this came out in 2009 as well (gasps) I didn't realise what happened in 2009 and it, it Lady yeah, on. let's listen. Okay, you, um, fingers crossed this works. Oh. Sounds very familiar.
think there was so obviously a female singer and then the rest were men, like three men. Right. The, the man would sing actually sometimes too, in a typical Scandinavian way. Did they sing crying at the disco No. 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 Oh. I really like it. Who wrote it? They're the songwriters. They're like a band. They were a little oh, bit more oh, like... Alphabet. Yay! Oh, no, I was thrown, obviously, because I was like, Scandinavia, I don't think about Denmark. was The Spell by Alpha B, who I'm just going to find. I'm going to have a talk to the tarot. <laughs> Let's see where they're from. Because Fascination, oh, yeah. obviously, was their big one. Yes. I couldn't remember it. Um, 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 Den- yeah, Denmark. Okay. Copenhagen. Great. Sikborg. Uh, That's... I'm probably saying that wrong. Sikborg. And what happened... At, and it, they had one more album in 2012. Yeah. I think it just came out in Scandinavia. They're doing... Solo projects now. Yes, she has Steena. Steen? Yeah. She has a solo record. Okay. Um, okay, this is the last one. Okay, oh god. And this was this is the shit one. This is just it's just the lyrics are awful. It's a huge disappointment, but I just love it and I don't know why. Okay. And it came out more recently actually. A couple of it. years ago. Okay. Of course. Oh, I literally don't know what this is. That voice is familiar. So low and... Yeah, it's branding. Yeah. <gasps> is it branding? Is it? Yeah. What song is this? Just wait. Oh, is it Brandy and Monica yeah. when they got back together? Yeah. Oh! It's so bad. The lyrics. Who wrote this? Bonnie J. Where's. There's a bit in a minute. Oh, and this bit. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love the idea that they think that logging off your Facebook means you that can't you, log on somewhere else. It's like, give me the MacBook, log, log off your Facebook, and stop cheating on me. That Facebook belongs to me. Oh, you do a talk. Never knew you to do nothing else. You ain't good for nothing, baby. It's like you got no heart Cold as ice Nothing can make you melt No, 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 baby Hold on one minute, baby You must be God You must be dumb You must be tripping You must be crazy Those 
what I love about this song is how earnest and serious it is. Like, yeah. she literally just did an ad lib in which she says, that MacBook yeah. belongs to me. Aww. Like, and log off your Facebook, they sing with a straight face, which I love. That MacBook. They blow up his uh, house. Yeah, they blow up his house at the end. Oh, so they come together at the end. Yeah, so this is a much more like we're together rather than like rivalry. We don't want to have any more rivalries. I think it came out like the week that Whitney died, so Brandy oh. was not in a good place. They performed it on like a US TV show and Brandy had sort of a Whitney t-shirt on. <gasps> oh no, they blocked the car. Oh my god. And he's not in it, so That's it's all good. It's a bit dark, isn't it? Well, do you know what? So they're my three. I really enjoyed all of them and I kind of feel like this video is incredible. Yeah, they had a lot of money behind it, which is weird when you... Well, I mean, the, oh, in loving memory of Whitney Houston. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice touch. I'm sure she would love that. I'm saying, It All Belongs to Me was well received by the public. However, it received mixed reviews from contemporary Oh, uh, as ever. But yes, thank um, you so much for your, your time on this you're welcome. rainy Tuesday. Horrible, grim, autumnal. Thanks, winter. People. Well, thank you very much for asking me to be on it. No, it well, really I'll have you back. My I first have... ever podcast. Really? Yeah. I'll have you back season two. Oh my god! Because it's so the obviously sequel. there's obviously so much you haven't even covered yet. Yeah, and I think just talking about stuff off the cuff, off the cuff, was is fun, fun, isn't it? Yeah, going always always comes back to Katy Perry at the moment. Yeah, and, and Gaga. Gaga, like everything does. But I think it's because we're sitting in my flat, which is just, yes, we're surrounded by. Like, you can't talk about pop music over the last ten years and not mention those people. No, and then the rise and fall and rise again, maybe. Oh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for both of them because I love them. But yeah, no, it's it's absolutely it's an absolute pleasure. I'm I'm really glad uh, we didn't drink prosecco because I'm fucking sick of drinking prosecco. <laughs> Let me. I, I think I'm going to run out of space and all that. But, but yeah, thank you, you very much. Thanks for coming, Michael Crowe. You're Brent. so welcome. Studio, thank, you. thank you for studio inviting Microsoft. me. You're more than welcome. Thank you for the, all the gifts. I didn't even drink. tell everyone. Oh, yeah. He's, he bought me some fantastic sunglasses. Cactus and Cactus like, eyes and chinking glasses. Because I believe you were at a hen party. I right? was at the weekend, a camping one. So, yes, I don't know who's here next week. It's one of three people I haven't decided, <laughs> but I'm sure it'll be fine because I've actually recorded three in a row and I've got them all in bulk, whatever. But um, thank you, Michael. Thank, thank you, you, everybody. Tom. Episode 11 next week. Yay! Bye! Bye. Oh.